Hey, you're listening to Pull the Plug. Sometimes we do say some naughty words on air like poo-poo, pee-pee, caca, elbows. While that escalated quickly, listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug Podcast with myself, Shannon Bryan. And myself, Justin G. And uh, once again, just the two of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good singing. Yeah, we haven't. <laughs> I, I I promise we we haven't killed Justin Briner. No, uh, he he's off on an African excursion, uh, trying to find himself and mm-hmm. his wiener. And well, from what I hear is that they've never seen an uh, erect white penis before. So he's doing his best. Yep. To just be like, check it out. Yeah. Well, I mean, he had to go to Africa because that was the only place that he felt. Uh, uh, welcomed as far as the size of his penis goes. Right. So. Yeah. Everywhere else is just like, shit, Godzilla. So exactly. I mean, good on him. I like that you go for Godzilla as the reference for people being afraid of big penises. Yeah, I didn't think that one through. Yeah, that's really that funny. Was super racist. I wasn't even intentional. Super racist. That was like accidental racism. Yeah, I apologize. That's for a that. thing. Well, it is. <laughs> I was just not intentional. Let's put it that way. Uh, how you doing, Shannon Bryan? You doing? Uh, can't complain. Doing I've, I've uh, got my rum and coke again this week, which, you know, can't well, really do a show without it. Oh, that's so. always a good sign. Uh, how are you doing? I'm good. Did you see all the, you see all the wild like shit that Apple released today? Oh yes, another Apple event. Another. That's that's I don't know. Marks September every year, doesn't it? Yeah, it seems to. And yeah. it's like it's become like this weird like pseudo national event like everybody all productivity stops for like two hours oh yeah like geekdom just like shuts down and turns all eyes to to their ios yeah products that yeah there they go it's insane so yeah two new iphones there's an apple watch now yeah which will i think it'll blow you i think that's that's a cool thing like you can like if you're jerking off and you're getting tired, like the phone has a motor it'll finish in it you? where it'll finish you. F- yeah, like it's it's pretty sweet. Well, so. I mean, I've always wanted to time my orgasms, so that's uh, gonna be a great combo. Well, you're busy, right? Yeah. I mean, everybody's we got shit to do, and we, you gotta get off when you can. Multitasking is key, and yeah, there. I mean, I think uh, brings functionality to the to to my life. It's important. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that happened. Yeah. Today. Uh, Other than that, though, we've got a great pull the plug show going on tonight. I'd like to think so. Yeah, and we promise, Briner, uh, he, he will be back. Yeah, he's he's legitimately busy, but he'll he, be back. He sent uh, me a text message, and it just said, "I'll be back." Yeah, and then he had like the Terminator GIF. Yeah, and he probably said it in a more Terminator voice because I can't do voices probably. even a little bit. <laughs> uh, I know that's always uh, the specialty of uh, the two gentlemen on the show. Mm. Um, I can do a female voice and a raspy, drunken female voice <laughs> you can do too that that is my my your the, claim to fame that that's the breath of of what i can do that's good yep. at least you understand where you're coming from yep it's healthy yep. uh tonight's show like yes. you said is pretty great uh, we got a list of a breakdown of some of the most expensive movie props see that's cool i mean I, I think maybe just because i watch a lot of movies and i'm a big movie buff that i think shit like that's kind of interesting i mean maybe not everyone does but fuck them right fuck them it's our show yeah. you don't like it start a new show so thanks for putting that on the list i like it okay. <laughs> i'm uh, on board already uh, a man divorces his wife for a really uncommon reason okay because i mean divorce itself is quite common anymore yeah i mean um, like always so not really <laughs> but uh, this is this is an interesting story she wouldn't and- do anal would she that, uh, that's no, that's not it. Oh. No, definitely it's not it. It's reason enough, though. I will say, and I'm not going to say any more about it right now, definitely not it. Okay. Um, and a breakdown of how people watch porn online. 
uh, with these stats uh, brought to you by our lovely friends over at Pornhub. They're, they are good folks. They're, they do good work. They do good work, and they they like to do this. They like to release stats about who searches for what, where, and whatnot. We've had some some really enjoyable breaks thanks to these guys and their uh, their breakdowns uh, on the world of porn. I think uh, I think we're going to be in for another one. So we got all that plus your uh, your movie update, uh, your music news, and a great list of uh, of some music and and. And, and from my understanding, two new tracks to the, to the roster tonight. Fuck yeah. Uh, if you want to stay up to date with anything Pull the Plug related, uh, please visit us uh, on our website. The links to all the social stuff is on there. Uh, ptppodcast.com. And we're going to get the night started here with one of the new tracks uh, from longtime friend of the podcast, Paul Federici. Uh, released another one of his cover tracks today. He's been doing these every so often, maybe like once a month or so. Mm-hmm. He, was, he, he was overdue. So uh, welcoming back to the podcast, a new cover from Paul Federici, a Ryan Adams cover, Lucky Now. I don't remember we wild and young, all that's faded in the memory. I feel like somebody I don't know. Are we really who we used to be? Am I really who I was? The light draw you in, and the dark bring you down, and the night break your heart. Outside while you find your keys Like bags of trash in a blackening snow City of neon and toes that freeze We got nothing in the to go We got nothing in the wind And the light will draw you in And the dark will bring you down And the night will break your heart Now, Ryan Adams cover there from Paul Federici. Are you are you uh, a fed head? 
because I'm a fed head. I'm a fed head. <laughs> if you want to stay up to date with everything Paul Federici, it's uh, paulfederici.ca. You can sign up for his newsletters and, and all that jazz and get uh, his new covers sent directly to your inbox. I'd really like to know why he doesn't have like a mock cooking channel on YouTube. You know, like, because he just, he, he's, he's got that last name, like, Federici. Like, I feel like he needs to be making pasta and pizza and cannolis. And especially with such a talented girlfriend. I mean, she she's a chef. She rocks it. And she's talented as all hell. That The two of them combined, uh, just, that that is a winning combination for a cooking show. I'm just saying, P-Fed, consider it. Like, consider it for sure. Like, we would promote the shit out of it as long as we get some Federici. food. Federici. I just like, is it Federici? I don't know. It seems to work very Fettuccine well. with Federici? Oh, fuck yeah. There it is. Yeah. It's an all pasta oh. cooking show on the internet. I love it. Yeah. Do it up, P-Fed. I love it. Do it to it. Work it. Um. <laughs> all right. First story of the evening. Um. People divorce over a lot of various different things. Some of them stupid. Some of them uh, legitimate. Like um, they won't do anal. Like they won't do anal. That's right. a legitimate reason, <laughs> ladies. Um, I mean, and, and we've heard of people divorcing over a sexless marriage, which I think is it's legitimate. Too, it's legitimate. Yeah. I mean, you have to have that physical connection there, or else unless just... there's the understanding in the first place that that's not part of it. Well, of course, of course. But like a tra- you know, traditional in, in the sense of just man and wife. Or man and man, or whatever you want to do. Typically means you want to bang it out. Typically means you're going to want to bang. Yeah. Um, but we've never really heard of the case where you want to divorce over too much sex. God, no. That's not a thing, is it? Apparently, uh, one man was recently granted divorce by a Mumbai family court because he could no longer deal with his wife's, quote, excessive and insatiable di- desire for sex. End wow. Quote. According to the Times of India, the sex-fatigued husband... First approached the court in January, claiming that his wife was aggressive, stubborn, and autocratic, and that she'd been harass she'd be harassing him for sex since they married in April 2012. Oh shit! Step down, man. There's a lineup around the corner for your woman. Well, sort of. Like, I don't know. I really, if someone were to be like, "I'm going to jump your bones all day, every day," you would be like, "No, thank you." Well, here, here, this. You're probably right. <laughs> I know I'm right. But here we go. The man told the court his wife forced medication on him to boost his sexual stamina and threatened to hook up with other men if she remained an unfulfilled. Which is kind of a bitch move, right? For sure. But I mean, I, I mean, well, yeah, she, I think, was maybe just getting frustrated with the fact that he didn't want to cooperate as far as, yeah, like step up to the plate take this shit and let's take go this ass her. kind of thing yeah yeah exactly. exactly uh things got so bad the husband had to be hospitalized for an uneasy stomach at one point <laughs> which i think i mean and then, okay so he he felt like he had to poop and he went to the hospital <laughs> claiming that his wife wanted to fuck it's, him it's, too much <laughs> my wife she keep giving up the pussy <laughs> i don't know it's just it's a little bizarre speaking of pussy i think this guy is just a major twat i, I think so <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean it's not like she's like forcing herself on you like she's not fucking man up i mean for real not man up that's a stupid thing to say but like who who is gonna 
unless you're really not in the mood, like really not in the mood, you're just going to do it even just for the sense of my partner wants it. Pleasing your wife. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like sometimes that just comes into play. No, that's just the the dude sounds stubborn and odd. <laughs> uh, in the end, the wife failed to appear before the court, so the divorce was granted. Um, so, I mean, he got what he he got what he wanted. Yeah. So good for him. But, uh, you know, how many people have ever complained that they have a uh, too much sex in their life? This guy. Too much sex in their marriage. This is this is the only guy. This is the only time it's ever <laughs> happened. Only him. Yes. So if you want to read up on this story, um, as well as anything that we're going to be talking about from, uh, from tonight's show, uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, you can find the links to both of those guys at our website, ptppodcast.com. Uh, we've also got a contact form on there. So if you... Uh, if you want to get into contact with us and uh, you want to tell us about the show, tell us how shitty you think it is, which is legitimate, by the way. Tell us how badly you want Briner back. Oh, God. <laughs> we know. We do, too. We know. Yes. Um, or if you're anything like this next gentleman, maybe you want to get your stuff on the show. Yeah. It's a good way to do it. I think so. Yeah. Hit us up. Contact at ptppodcast.com. Or the form, contact form on the website at right. ptppodcast.com. Uh, this next guy here, once again, got a hold of us through Twitter, on the interwebs and whatnot. Great platform for just connecting, making new friends. And that's Yay. what we did on Twitter. You can follow him at Kev D. Foster. Here's Kevin Foster. Sing along on Pull the Plug Podcast.
you're just hanging there pay attention now it's time for your pull the plug movie update this is one doodle that can't be undid holmes gillett top five at the box office this week number five the november man i've actually heard uh decent things about that movie i feel like they should have waited for november to release it though yeah but i'm 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 thinking that's just like a stupid not stupid but it's kind of like a a predictable thing to do so I think November is probably like a code name or something. Maybe, but then don't release it this close to November. I don't I know. We got like a month and a eh. half. Anyway, number four, If I Stay, the Chloe Moretz uh, love mm-hmm. story. Teen romance and shit. Number three, Let's Be Cops. Number two, The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And number one again in the box office this week, Guardians of the Galaxy, $294.8 million fucking dollars. I think it's amazing that the top... Uh, movie at the box office only brought in almost just about ten and a half million dollars. That's pretty crazy. Well, I don't know. It's back to school time that everyone's yeah. just getting back into those normal family routines that, um, I don't know, it's not summer anymore. People aren't vacationing. People are busy. I mean, they might not be into homework season quite yet, but they're just getting back into that kind of routine where totally. you're home. No, that makes sense. That makes I sense. Um, I don't know the other movies, so I'm a little pre- unprepared for this, but Guardians of the Galaxy is one of the only movies to be in the top position at the box office for, uh, I think it's four or five weeks running. No shit. In in history. Wow. Uh, so so good on. I think the other ones are like crazy. They're like Avatar and yeah, you know, something Titanic like that. So, and Titanic. every other James Cameron. It, basically James Cameron movies. Yeah, yeah. And Guardians. So good on you, James Gunn. You made an awesome <laughs> film. Uh, opening uh, this week in theaters, No Good Deed, uh, Dolphin Tale 2, in case you needed more of the uh, Dolphin Tale saga. Makes sense. There you go. And also The Drop coming to theaters. It's an EDM movie, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well done. Coming soon to theaters September 19th, The Maze Runner, uh, the crossover between Hunger Games and Twilight. Seems like it. Uh, this is Where I Leave You, A Walk Among the Tombstones, and uh, my pick, Tusk. New Kevin Smith movie. Yeah, this uh, this premiered at TIFF, the Toronto International Film Festival, uh, this past weekend. And yeah. uh, from all accounts, um, it got like a standing ovation at the end. People were loving it, saying it's super creepy. It was like the critics' pick of TIFF weekend. Yeah. Um, kind of crazy. And apparently this is like the first film in like a Canadian movie trilogy that Kevin Smith is hoping to do. And people are now very excited and pumped for the next two installments for sure um i'm really stoked to see this movie i know you're a little wary just because of the potential for some gore just the the gruesome element of it i think like i mean it's kevin smith i'm gonna watch it regardless i love everything this man has ever done um and actually his first take on horror red state 
was the first one that I was like, I don't know if I want to see this in theaters. Like it was, it was his first horror and I'm mm-hmm. not really into that. Um, and it's probably one of my favorite movies he's done. So I'm going into this with an open mind, knowing it might not be my genre, but Kevin Smith, I'm in. You're, you're, you're willing to try it. Absolutely. It's awesome. Uh, coming soon to theater, September 26th, The Equalizer, The Box Trolls. It's a, uh, I think it's a stop motion, like animated sort of film. Check that out, maybe. All right. Like a Tim Burton-esque okay. animated film. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Pride and uh, The Two Faces of January. Uh, this looks pretty cool. Uh, one of my favorite actors, Viggo Mortensen, is in it. Okay. Um, and it has something to do with like a heist or like identity theft or something like that. It looks pretty cool. It's worth is, checking out the Is trailer. January Jones in it? Um, I just asked based I, on the title. I know. It's, it's a weird that it's not going to be released in January. That also bugs me. That seems to be your protocol for... Well, months and I'm movies. just saying, okay, if it's a Halloween movie, really you say it either at the end of September or early October kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And if it's a movie with the month name in it, or if it's like 500 Days of Summer, release it in summer. If it's The November Man, release it in November. If it's right. the January Pussy Chronicles, release it in January. I rented the January Pussy Chronicles. <laughs> and what was the it, actual title it, of that movie? It was, it was a fantastic oh, film. The Two Faces of January. Yeah, close. You always had it. <laughs> January Pussy Chronicles. Okay. That's gonna name. That's my. That's the name of my biography. Oh, shit. I love it. New on DVD for you this week. A bunch of new ones. Uh, Fed up. Uh, the Hornet's Nest. My man is a loser. Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Huh. Such a goddamn good movie. Yeah. Uh, the Double. Palo Alto and A Long Way Down, which looks pretty interesting. Four people. Uh, Aaron Paul, Pierce Brosnan's in it. They go up to the top of this building. And intending to jump and kill themselves, but they oh, all shit. do it on the same day. And they all meet up there, and they're like, what the fuck? So they start hanging out, and that's they learn an important lesson about life and love. So That's really fucked up, yeah. actually. I want to check that out, though. Wow. Coming soon to DVD, The Fault in Our Stars. Yes. That's apparently a pretty good movie. Scientists are mad with the mathematics of astrology. Right. Right. That has to be it. <laughs> that has to be it. Of course. Based on the title. Um, and uh, Godzilla, which is one that you've seen. Tell yeah, us about it. It was, um, I, I love monster movies. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I dig it. King Kong, old Godzilla movies, Cloverfield, it, it, Swamp Thing, whatever it is. I love it. Um, there's only like 11 minutes of like Godzilla footage in oh, this really? movie. And it totally works for it. Really? It does. I would think a Godzilla movie with that little Godzilla would be disappointing. No, and I'll, I'll tell you two, my opinion why, two reasons why it works. One is when Godzilla is on screen, it's like, oh, fuck, he's going to kick some ass or shit's going down. Like, it's huge and momentous. Okay. And the rest of the movie, it has this amazing ability of... Uh, this like weird tension. As soon as the movie starts, obviously you know it's a Godzilla movie, but as soon as the movie starts, it's like shit's elevating. And it builds and builds and builds. And then there's Godzilla. And and then it's, oh, fuck. And then builds and builds and builds and builds. And it's so much that you can't take it. And then Godzilla. And there's other monsters in this movie. And they fight with Godzilla. <laughs> and it is, it's so entertaining. Is it the best movie ever by any stretch of the imagination? No. Is it wildly entertaining? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So I uh, I highly recommend checking it out, renting it on iTunes, do whatever you you got to do because it's it's That's sweet. A pretty solid review. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, celebrity birthdays for September tenth. 
Actor Ryan Philippe is 40. Jesus. Philippe. <laughs> uh, writer and director Guy Ritchie is 46. Rapper Big Daddy Kane is also 46. I really just had to say Big Daddy Kane like that. Of course, yeah. Necessity. Uh, actor Colin Firth is 54. Writer and director Chris Columbus is 56. He did the uh, first he, few uh, Harry Potter movies, the first one. Or? Yeah, and I think he also founded North America or something. That's different. Founded North America. <laughs> <laughs> the business of North America. Or he just landed his boat here and put his flag down first. Yeah, something. Same, same guy, right? Sa- yeah, totally. F- 56 years old? He's doing well. He looks really great for his age. Yeah. Um, Aerosmith guitarist Joe Perry is 64, and a great character actor, Philip Baker Hall, is 83. The name is not familiar, but if you look up Philip Baker Hall on IMDb or Google, it's it's instantaneous. You're like, oh, it's that fucking guy. Really? It's it's crazy. So check him out. He's been in a bunch of really good movies, uh, 500 Days of Summer, uh, 50-50, Yes Man, Bruce Almighty, fucking everything. The guy's awesome. So uh, That's some good titles to his name. Absolutely. So he's 83 today, and that is your Pull the Plug movie update. Perfect. Coming up soon, we're going to have your music news, uh, a little bit about uh, uh, Pornhub, which is exciting. Well, you got to talk about Pornhub. But first... Speaking of Pornhub, no. <laughs> Mike Vile here. Only the rain knows why on Pull the Plug Podcast. I think it's time to close our tab tonight To find a cab and ride Green and red lights Should we turn left or was I right Or wrong to say I don't belong In this room that's like a picture frame Should be locked outside In the rain, in the night That could wash all the tears away I only wanted to be liked Only wanted to be liked by you Only plan on saying goodnight Mike Vile there, only the rain knows why. Check him out, MikeVile.com. Hells yeah. Let's take a look. Pornhub is great uh, for a lot of different reasons. <laughs> Plethora of reasons. Yes. But one of I, one of the uh, non-typical reasons, or the ones that you wouldn't really think of, is that they, they like to release a lot of stats and interesting facts about porn searches and, and what people are watching on their site. It's actually really interesting. And we've yeah. talked about it a, a few times in the past of where 
countries, what's the most popular search term per country or per uh, state in the, in the we, United States? We talked about it before uh, uh, about what the longest downtime was in countries due to certain iconic events yes. in the world and stuff like that. Just really neat stuff that you wouldn't think about otherwise. It's really cool. So recently they did a breakdown of how people watch porn online uh, when you look at uh, various different things, the type of computer they're using. Uh, mobile, mobile, uh, web browsers, stuff like that, and I just think it's kind of interesting to look, take a quick look at it, and compare it with with maybe how our listeners might view their porn. For sure. And it's okay, by the way, to view porn. A lot of people are just like, oh, I don't, I don't watch it that much. You watch it, shove it, <laughs> shove it. You you watch it. Okay, so they're gonna start with the desktop, most traditional way to a lot of people would now use a, a computer. They found that 11% of users come in from uh, Macs. Which doesn't seem like all that many until you realize that only six percent of all desktops are currently running uh, OS X, Mac, the Mac operating system. So that means that eighty-five and a half percent of the desktop operating system traffic is coming from a Windows PC. Wow! Uh, even more impressive, impressive rather, according to Pornhub, several thousand monthly visitors are still looking for a porn fix with their Windows ninety-eight and ninety-five <laughs> based operating systems. <laughs> Amazing. Which is amazing. Um, uh, Mac users are a, uh, a little different. They're at, um, in terms of pages viewed per visit, um, Windows averages just under seven and a half different pages wow. during their visit. And their average visit duration is just over eight and a half minutes. All right. All right. Whereas the Mac, uh, they look at just under nine different pages and are on there for just over nine minutes. Well, I feel like um, just the the functionality of the Mac, you can go through a lot more pages a lot quicker than you do in Windows. <laughs> That's probably it. And then you find the videos you like, and because the Mac runs videos smoother yeah. than, than uh, PCs do, you're going to stay and watch longer. I, lo I wonder, too, if they because they've got like that, like you swipe up and you view like all your windows. You could just have like multiple porn windows open, and you just swipe up, and you can see like five windows of porn going at one time you have like picture in picture going you've on? got like matrix porn at that point. <laughs> inception porn inception porn, porn within porn holy within porn. shit <laughs> that's insane um so then i took a look at the top search terms per operating system and for type of computer so if you're looking at a mac operating system search on on the desktop their top search is lisa ann who is the a very popular porn star very popular porn star. Uh, next, you got Madison Ivy, Brandy Love, um, Massage, and MILF porn. Oh. Um, and then on a Linux, your a top search is Sunny Leone. And I don't know who... Can you look up Sunny Leone? I don't know who that is. Um, and then the second one is Indian, which I'm not... <laughs> That's not even a politically correct term. Yeah, like is that uh, like are they talking about like cowboys and Indians or is it like India Indians? I'm assuming India Indians, but uh, oh uh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, probably. Uh, the top uh, Windows desktop search also is Lisa Ann, super popular with people. Um, we're gonna take a look at the mobile uh, ways of viewing porn. Um, top. Pages per visit goes to Windows Phone at just under 10 and a half pages per session. Uh, the longest duration, though, um, average visit duration, goes to BlackBerry. Really? Uh, just under 12 minutes. Jesus. That's a, that's a substantial amount of time. That's some stamina right there. Oh, shit. 
Oh, that's Sunny Leon. Okay. Yeah. She's fine. She's a good deal. Yeah, I don't know. She's a porn star, so she's kind of got to be. Right. Um, once again, uh, if you're looking at a phone uh, through Android, their top search once again is Lisa Ann. This one concerns me a little bit. The top search term through a tablet, cartoon. Oh, no. Cartoon. That's also the top search for a Windows phone. Um, and people also look at porn on their game consoles. The PlayStation Vita comes in with the most pages per visit at about 10 pages. Well, people spend the most time viewing porn on their Xbox at about 11 and a half minutes. I feel like Xbox is a very teenage boy console, yes. so I think uh, that's where you get all the visits from. Now, that being said, game console traffic, the mo percentage-wise, most comes from the PlayStation 3. Oh. I don't know why that is. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I just find that really interesting and uh, and curious. Yeah. And how people... I'm, I'm confused as to why people are looking for cartoon porn on their Android tablets, but... That, uh, that's besides the point. We're going to be tweeting out the uh, link. Uh, this was posted by Gizmodo, but they've got a, a link directly to Pornhub's uh, safe page um, for all their different like stat things that they've ever posted. Mm -hmm. So you can take a look there. Uh, find, uh, find those links through Facebook and Twitter uh, through our website, ptppodcast.com. Coming up next, we're going to get to your music news right after some Megan Colley for me on Pull the Plug. Find a reason to call like 
like the seasons I am picking up the pieces And this is where I find Some calm and peace of mind And now it's time for your pull the plug music news. Slap at the bass, man! I slap at the bass! New releases in music uh, this week: Ryan Adams with Ryan Adams. Nice. Got to hear a cover of uh, one of those new tracks from uh, Paul Federici tonight. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also have Karen O, Crush songs. Oh. Interpol, uh, El Pintor. Yes. Amorosa with Versus. Nice. And uh, my pick of the week, after especially after seeing these guys live on the weekend, Death from Above, 1979, The Physical World. Fuck, did they ever put on a good show? That was a good show. It's a great album. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they had a stream up on it uh, on iTunes for the past week before it was released. Streaming and, uh, free. It was great. You just listened to it nonstop like I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, just a really cool duo out of Toronto. If you haven't heard of them or haven't listened to this new album... Check it out now. It's really good. Do it. Uh, top five on Billboard.com. Uh, number five, In the Lonely Hour from Sam Smith. Number four, Guardians of the Galaxy, Awesome Mix, Volume 1. Number three, Promise to Love, Album 4 from Kem. Yes. Kem. Kem. Number two, Moonshine in the Trunk, Brad Paisley. Moonshine in the Trunk. And number one, My Everything, Ariana Grande. Well, she's, like, taking over the world, it seems. I guess she so. She kind of, like, showed up out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, I don't know where she came from. I think she did something with, like, that Iggy Azalea. Oh, yeah. I Was think... she on, like, a Disney Channel thing? I, I think so. I don't know. All right. I think so, though. Neat. Yeah. Not really. She's <laughs> one of those pop goes dirty. Oh. Yeah. Fun. I think that's an- another one of their music albums. <laughs> pop goes dirty. <laughs> Volume 973. <laughs> fat, 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 fat. Um, some music headlines here for you. You two uh, performed today at Apple's uh, big announcement of stuff and things and oh, uh, cool. surprised everyone by announcing that their new album, Songs of Innocence, will be free for anybody with an iTunes account until mid-October. So I still won't get it. No, I know. But there's a lot of YouTube fans out there. <laughs> um, so you sign into iTunes and it automatically starts downloading. 
just there done there you go you can and you can delete it obviously oh. As, or I just don't log into my iTunes for the next. Or I think you have to like check for months. purchases or something like that. Who's gonna log into iTunes anymore anyway with Spotify being available in Canada? That's true. I'm sure not. <laughs> there you go. Spotify. So Shannon says, "Fuck you, you two. Uh, but if yeah, if you're into that, I mean, that's pretty cool. Like that's it's a pretty interesting way of releasing your album and getting your album into millions of people's hands right away. For sure. And if you've never listened to you two and you get a free album. A lot of people are going to be like, oh, listen, and you might get a few hundred thousand people now who are new now new fans of you, too, who are going to buy all your old shit. So True. it's a smart move on uh, on their part. I'm a mole digging in a hole. Yeah, I don't know what that. that what the hell was that? That's a U2 song. Is it really? Sure is. What song is that? I don't know. I think it's called Mole in a Hole or something. Uh, oh. <laughs> I they're, don't know. They're big hit. I, I just really don't like U2. And I know that's not a popular um That's fair. That's all right. Uh, we all got our preferences. Feeling? I don't know. Um, but God, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's somebody I don't think you hate. David Bowie. No, it's awesome. Uh, he has announced a new career-spanning box set, which will feature new and unreleased music alongside a bevy of other material from his 50-year career. Uh, it's called Nothing Has Changed. Uh, and it's going to include Sue, or in a season of crime, which is a new signal single recorded specifically for the uh, compilation Sue and its accompanying B side, uh, which is a new si- song titled "Tis a Pity She's a Whore," <laughs> which I love. See, that's why we love them. Uh, which will uh, also be released digitally on November 18th and on limited edition 10-inch for a Record Store Day's Black Friday event, which is uh, November 28th this year. My birthday. Awesome. So. Listeners will pull the plug. You know, you want to get your your old friend Justin G a little birthday present. Record Store Day, Black Friday, people. Uh, it's going to hit stores on November 18th. Uh, it will be available in a variety of formats, including a three-CD, two-CD, double vinyl set, digital download, all that fun shit. So you can check that out. Uh, Irish folk singer Damien Rice has announced a new studio album. That's his first in eight years. Remember Damien Rice? He had that song, uh, Boiler, The Boiler's Daughter, or... Some, daughter of yeah. a boiler room or something vaguely <laughs> yeah he's got that big song uh yeah new first new album in eight years it's entitled my favorite faded fantasy which i actually really like that album title yeah. uh and the eight track effort will hit stores november 11th wow so that's real awesome and finally eminem has set the guinness world record for most words in a hit single with his recent song rap god totaling 1560 words in six minutes and four seconds uh, for those of you who can't do math good, that breaks down <laughs> to a mind-numbing 4.28 words a second. Jesus. In one particular stretch of the song, he raps 97 words in just 15 seconds. That's insanity. I've, I've listened, I haven't listened to the whole song. I've listened to a bit of it. And it is mind-blowing. That's awesome. I, I don't know, but, you know, good for him. Obviously a talented dude. I mean, for him to break into that world of music the way he did good on him like yeah. ob- obviously a talented musician yeah he he rocks it so uh it's not my not typically my thing but i can appreciate that so for sure good on him um uh, coming up we're gonna talk movie props yeah yeah some some real fancy shit from the movies shit. uh but first evelina villa blindfolded on ptp
Everything she does, she succeeds And she will never be alone Told her you got everything you need And all that I Vila blindfolded. You are listening to Pull the Plug Podcast. You're goddamn right you are. <laughs> hey. Hey there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm just pumped for this break. I think it's yeah. going to be sweet. Uh, you sent me this list, uh, and I think it's really cool. It's the, the most expensive movie props. Yeah. Um, people are willing to spend a lot of money on a prop from one of their favorite movies. Absolutely. I mean, even just getting signed shit from, from movies and uh, being able to take home uh, I don't know, the chair backs from director's chairs yeah, and stuff like totally. that. Like, there's just some really cool shit you can get from movies. We've gotten scripts, yes. um, stuff like that, that I just find fascinating about film. Um, but to get some of these big ticket items that would be known the world over, fucking cool. Yeah. 
real fucking cool. Before we get into the list, really quickly, do you have a like one particular movie prop that if you're like if money was no expense and it was for sale, yeah, you have one movie prop that you would be like, I I have to have that. I think it would be awesome to have um, Daniel Radcliffe's glasses from the Harry Potter series. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be neat. I mean, it's simple because I, I don't think I would necessarily want like the DeLorean from Back to the Future. As cool as that would be, you're probably not going to drive a car like that. Mm-hmm. And what do you do? Like, are you just going to put it on display? Like, it's just it's too big. You need like an actual nice room to put a car in. Yeah. yeah. Um. I just think it would be. I don't know. I I like the idea of something small or like the Elder Wand from. Yeah, that'd be cool. From the Harry. I I'm just going Harry Potter series. That's right? fair. <laughs> um. To, I don't know to think of something else kind of cool. Um. I don't know, like Danny Zuko's leather jacket from Greece. That's a cool one. So, something like that. Like something that isn't going to take up a whole hell of a lot of space, but means something to you. Yeah. I don't know. How about you? Um, I would I would love to have the original. Uh, now, they made three of them, but I'd love to have one of the rings from Lord of the Rings. One of the actual rings. Very cool. Same idea. Nice and small, nice and small. but it's a huge um, iconic item. Or, or like one of those swords. Um, a blaster or a lightsaber from Star Wars would have been really cool. Definitely. Um, or... Or the obelisk, uh, or the uh, the Hal panel from two thousand one Space Odyssey. Oh, would be really fucking cool. Very cool. Yeah, that'd be that'd be really sweet. Um, I don't know, uh, something like the Holy Grail from from Monty Python would be super that'd fucking be cool. cool. That'd be know. that'd be awesome. Shit like that. Like I, I think it would have to have something. Or the coconuts from Holy Grail. That'd yeah, be the best exactly. thing ever. Exactly. I think that that to me is just badass as hell. Oh, Marauder's Map from Harry Potter. Well, I guess it'd it, just be a piece of parchment. But. Yeah. Still. I want it to be magical. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, we're going to take a look at, at some of the items on this list. I'm not going to go through all of them. We will be posting the link to Facebook and Twitter so you can take a look at that and see if your favorite movie prop is on there. But uh, we'll start from the bottom and then we'll go up to here. Um, Started from the bottom, now I'm here. <laughs> the uh, the Super Soldier Serum Vial from Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah. Uh, sold for $3,900. Be a neat little, neat little prop. Yeah. And I mean, that's not out just for a movie prop, I wouldn't think. No, I don't think so. Uh, Mulder's FBI badge from the X-Files sold for $6,000. Super cool. Yeah. Uh, the EM-208 droid from RoboCop sold for $7,900. Jesus. That's about as big as I would want. Like, the suit of armor size is about as big as I think I would want a movie prop to be. I agree. Um, what else do we got here? We got a young Indiana Jones whip. From Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade, but when he was a boy, sold for $12,000. The whip would be fucking awesome. Because, um, you know, then you can use it in real life. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the flamethrower from Alien sold for $37,500. Uh, the golden ticket from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, $27,500. Oh, I would want that. That That's one I could totally see myself getting. Uh, here, Here's one that kind of works for me. Uh, Frodo's Sting Sword from Lord of the Rings, nice. uh, $65,000. Whoa. You can get replicas for like 150 and <laughs> no one's going to know the difference. Um, Wilson, the volleyball oh, yeah. from uh, Castaway, $40,000. Uh, Luke Skywalker's lightsaber from Star Wars uh, Episode Four: New Hope, $240,000. I can see that, though. Like, I can, I can totally see people spending that kind of money. Absolutely. 
Um, now we're now we're getting into the big bucks. The DeLorean time machine. Hey, here we go. From Back how to much, the Future. How much am I spending? $541,000, which is a lot of money, is less than I thought was thinking it would be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, I agree. Here, Here's a big one. The George Lucas's Panavision PSR 35mm camera that he used to shoot the first Star Wars movie. $625,000. Wow. Uh, How cool would that... I mean, especially speaking to a guy who has a camera collection, albeit not necessarily video camera. Well, you have a couple, but anyway. um, That would be something that you... I could just see you going fucking apeshit over. Yeah, I I would go a little... I'd go a little nuts for that. Yeah. Uh, The Ruby Slippers from The Wizard of Oz, $660,000. That's another amazingly cool one that I would love. Uh, James Bond's Lotus Submarine Car from The Spy Who Loved Me, $860,000. Wow. Here's one that I'm weirded out by. Do Re Mi Outfits from The Sound of Music. Yeah. A Mill Five. I don't. It, it's one of those movies, though. Like it's timeless, right? That it forever will be one of the most popular movies of all time. Right. Yeah. No, that's true. Uh, James. Uh, top three here. Here we go. Top well, three. and sorry, just on that oh. too. The older the movie gets, I think the more uh, relevant and, and desirable desirable the item is going to be. And I mean, that's from like our parents' generation. It's only going to get the the price tag's only going to go higher that's on true. that. So no, I, I get it. Uh, so top three, uh, James Bond's Aston Martin D85 from Goldfinger, sold for four million four hundred eight thousand four hundred fifty six dollars. Huh. It's a nice car though. Well, yeah, but not not that nice. Fuck. Um, Audrey Hepburn's iconic Ascot dress from My Fair Lady sold for four million five hundred fifty one thousand dollars. A dress. A dress. Do you do you remember the number one? Did you see it when you sent the list to no, me? No, I don't remember. Can you take a wild guess? What would be in your mind, the most expensive, or the, the 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 movie prop that people would pay the most money for? I would think it'd be some kind of vehicle again. Vehicle would make I think like before because I, I, I have the list in front of me, but I would have thought it would have been, uh, like a costume, like um, yeah, like a like a King Kong costume, you know that kind of stuff. Not clothes, but. A, uh, you know, King Kong costume or a Godzilla costume or something that like that. That makes sense, yeah. Um, but that's not the case. I don't remember. Uh, sold for $4.6 million. Wow. From the seven-year itch, Marilyn Monroe's white dress. Of course. The famous one where she's standing in front of the manhole cover or whatever and it blows, and it up, blows the dress. up yeah. That iconic image. Marilyn Monroe's white dress. Wow. Your age. $4.6 million. I mean, I get it. it. It does make sense, but holy shit, expensive dress. It's <laughs> a lot of money to spend on a dress that you're just going to put in a display panel. Yep. You know what I mean? It's a yep. little a little much. Um, We'll be posting, uh, posting the link in the full list to uh, Facebook and Twitter. Find those links at ptppodcast.com. And uh, on, the P- on our website, we have a contact form. Uh, let us know what would be your... Your movie prop Your that you would love prop. to have. Um, money or, is no object. Yeah, money's no object. It's available. What movie prop would you love to have? And just sort of a side thought. I don't know if it says anywhere in this article if these were private purchases or if they were organizations that bought them. But I could totally see something like the Smithsonian by Marilyn Monroe's dress mm-hmm. to have it be 
uh, something to draw people into their museum. I could see that. Like that, right? Definitely. Um, if it's private purchase, I don't fucking get it. I mean, yeah, you will, you and your 10 friends that come over are going to see the dress in whatever casing you put it in. But I can see if it's a museum of some type buying it to mm-hmm. put it on display to entice people in. I kind of get it. Totally. Yeah. Definitely. Um, or you can hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, at, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's cool. At PTP Podcast or Facebook.com slash PTP Podcast if you want to get in contact with us for anything. But also let us know, once again, what movie prop would you love? Because I, I find that fascinating. For sure. It's neat. So um, I think we did an okay job tonight. Well, this I think it was really going to depend on is this last song. I mean, what last song have you chosen to close out what may be our best show in terms of me and you? Well... With us doing okay, I figured we really should bring Briner back into the mix. Fair enough. No matter how good we do, the show's always better with a little Briner. <laughs> Here's Justin Briner, Scatterbrain, on Pull the Plug Podcast. I'm a 
scattered brain, free spirited paperback writer. I hear the morning bells chime as the sound scatters. It's the war within every morning breath. That will lead me to my ultimate death I'm a scattered brain, free-spirited paperback rider I hear the morning bells chime as the sound scatters Scatterbrain, Justin Briner, and we're back at PTP. Just in time to close out the show. I gotta say that was a good choice. Yeah, you uh, I know. you closed it out well. Nailed it. Uh, so if you enjoyed the uh, stories from tonight's show, uh, first of all, if you didn't, I'm sorry, but you know, whatever. Um, but if you did enjoy the, the, those stories and you want to read up on them a little bit more, get some more info, um, stay tuned to our uh, Facebook and Twitter pages because um, we post all the links to the stories. Uh, you can find the links to both of those at our website, ptppodcast.com. We've also got blog, bio, contact form, artist breakdowns. For sure. <laughs> What and, else? Uh, Fucking porn everywhere. We're always excited and uh, looking forward to hearing from you, whether it's song requests. Uh, when we're playing new music, we want to hear what you think of it. Yeah. Uh, love it. Hate it. Um, you're going to love it. It's Obviously. We only bring on the best. But we want to hear from you. And uh, speaking of that, head on over to iTunes. If you haven't subscribed yet, do it. And uh, you can leave a review for us on there as well. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be fantastic. Make us feel good. Yeah. Yeah, that's all we're asking. Just, you know. Tickle the bunch a little bit. Make us feel fantastic. Flick of the tongue never hurts. Nope. That's all I'm saying. True story. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, let's not leave the gents yes. out. Always flick the tongue. <laughs> all the way down there. Yep. <laughs> Once again, ptppodcast.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Stay fucking interesting, friends. Keep masturbating. Kiss my curvy butt. Goodbye. Boys, 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 boys. New releases in music. Mm, uh, nope.